Well, hello there, beautiful. You are in for a treat today because I'm going to talk to you all about the power of saying no. And not only am I going to do that, I'm actually going to read you a chapter from my book, my best-selling book, actually, Suck It Up, Princess, because in last week's episode, which was all about 10 steps to design and live your ideal life, one of those steps was the art of saying no to what you don't want in your life so that you can say yes to what you really do want. Also came to my attention recently when a reader of my book said, hey, Natalie, did you ever produce the audiobook that... I realized I never did. I know this might sound like a really odd realization to have as an author of three books, but it was right around COVID when I was writing Suck It Up Princess. The year after when I got it published was just a pretty full-on time uh, in my life, and I almost had no energy to keep it going and get it out there because writing a book is one thing and publishing it and launching it to the world. And all of these factors just meant that I probably didn't give my book, the love it deserved at the time. And I was like, you know what? I can always come back to it. And I, I know there's always a reason for why things happen. And it feels so beautiful as I come into my life coaching and holistic business coaching again and come back into this world where it's all about beliefs and behaviors and mindset that Suck It Up Princess comes back onto my radar and is something that is more, I guess, poignant than ever. So today you're getting a treat. And I'm also getting a win-win because I'm going to start recording the audiobook and you're getting one of the first chapters that I'm recording for free on the Life Pilot podcast. So if you haven't listened to this podcast before, Life Pilot is all about turning your dreams into reality one day at a time. And Life Pilot is actually a tool and course that my husband, Josh, and I created six and a half years ago to truly transform and turn our life around so that we were far more aware of our desires and what we really wanted across all areas of life. And then actually how to set goals and intentions and work backwards from those to get what we really wanted. Combine that with beautiful weekly reflections and catch-ups and conversations and prompts that are all included in our Life Pilot course. And hundreds of people have gone through this, and you can too, if you're just really curious about what it really takes to strategically plan out a life that you love and design it the way you want, and then go about actually making it a reality. So head to lifepilot.co if you're curious and find out more there. So without further ado, here is chapter, oh, what chapter is this? I, I made the chapters in Suck It Up Princess meaningfully short and valuable because I wanted it to be this book that people could just flip to a chapter and read it over a coffee and take a, a heap away from it. This is part personal growth, part memoir. And if you want to know the full title of my book, it is Suck It Up, Princess, Real Life Strategies to Be the Heroine You Already Are and Have the Money, Success and Life You Deserve. So that's where we're at. That's who I wrote it for. It's actually an incredibly positive, action-taking, focused book, all about you getting more of what you want in life. So here we go, the power of saying no. Would you like to babysit my kids tomorrow night? Yes, yes, sure. 
Would you like to take on that extra project because I'm too lazy to do it at work and you're the only person who takes up the slack? Yes, okay, yes. Would you like to go to that event with me tomorrow night to network even though you really freaking hate doing that? Okay, yes, I'd love to. Are you kidding me? If these are the kind of things you say yes to even when you don't want to, I urge you to stop doing that right now. Instead, pause, take a breath and say, no thank you. Saying no is a very, very powerful response to things that don't feel in alignment with you, things that make you tense up inside and feel so icky. Then why is it so freaking hard to say no? Clearly, you should not be doing things you absolutely can't stand to do. I'm talking about the stuff you have no desire to do with all of your heart and soul, but you wind up doing it anyway, because you simply can't say the word no. Which, by the way, has one fewer letter than yes, so it's even easier to say, right? Your inability to say no when you most want to is the reason you are doing all these things in your life that don't serve you and, frankly, don't serve others either. So how do you get past this? Step one, try it out. Go stand in front of the mirror and practice saying no. I kid you not. Watch your reaction when you say the word. Do you wince? Do you giggle? Do you avoid looking yourself in the eye? If you do any of that, you have a serious yes problem that we need to fix, but it's fixable and it will absolutely change your life. I remember the first time I put out a high-level coaching package and I stood in front of the mirror several times saying out loud, that will be $10,000 without laughing, sniggering or looking uncomfortable. That's because it really works. It prepares you mentally for getting comfortable with what you're about to say and more importantly, for believing it. Do it daily if you need to, and especially before you're going to meet up with someone you simply can't ever seem to say no to. If the mirror trick isn't working, then practice with a friend. Get them to ask you a series of questions you can say no to, and keep going until saying no becomes natural to you. That way, the next time somebody makes a request of you that simply does not light you up, you can turn to them and say, no, but thank you. Let's try that again. Turn to them and say, no, but thank you. You don't even need to smile. Just let your response rest and then watch and observe their response. It might be, what? Or, oh, oh, I see. Or maybe, are you sure? To which you get to say, yes, I'm sure. And no, thank you. Try it out when responding to the next request from a colleague, a friend, your mother, your sister, your father, a lover from your other brother. You know, at least one of these people. Try it out on them because it's important to practice the art of saying no. There's a lot of nuance to it. What else is behind the art of saying no? I'll tell you what else, sister. Saying no to the things that don't serve you allows you to say a big juicy yes to opportunities that are absolutely going to light you up and be totally right for you. By turning down things that aren't in alignment with your values or that don't help you get ahead, you're creating space to be able to do the things you desire to serve the people you want to help most. Creating space enables you to spend time with the people you want to be spending time with. You're also allowed to say no to the things that don't allow you to grow. Because not saying no basically stuffs your schedule with things you don't need or want. I urge you to take a good hard look at your calendar and tell me if all the events, meetings and tasks in it are ones that you actually want to do. Or even better, those put there yourself versus the ones that are there at the request of someone you couldn't say no to. Step two, appreciate that you simply can't please everyone. 
If you're one of those people pleasers who says yes because you just can't stand letting people down, you need to really dig deep and look at the actions as to why you do this. If you're always saying yes and you think you're pleasing people, what you're really doing is becoming a pushover. Somebody who everybody can come to and go, oh, that Natalie, she's always saying yes to anything. I shove all my work onto her because she simply will never say, no, bugger off. I've got too much work and you keep asking me to do stuff that is your responsibility. So step back for a minute and think. While you're pleasing other people, are you actually losing respect for yourself and with others because you simply cannot say no? Step three, become more assertive. If you simply can't stop saying yes to everything and consequently your life is chaotic, out of control and you're miserably unhappy, you need to be more assertive. So once again, let's rehearse it. If it helps, try out the blue steel approach of Ben Stiller's character in the movie Zoolander. Turn your head away from the person you're about to respond to and as you snap it back to face them, put on a steely gaze, a strength of conviction and even a pout if you wish, but no smiling and simply say, no thanks. It takes courage, it takes confidence, and it takes practice. I totally, totally get this. The first time you try it, the other person may look shocked because they're so used to you saying yes. But don't turn around and say, oh no, I didn't actually mean it. Yes, for sure I can. Take a breath instead and let it sink in for them. You become more assertive when you know what your why is. Your fundamental reason for saying yes to the opportunities that you really want to take in the first place. This will allow you to be more assertive about saying no to the things that completely do not need to be on your to-do list and aren't relevant or important to you. Step four, apologize less. I actually have to catch myself out on this a lot because I will say sorry even when it's not related to me or something I need to apologize for. Maybe it's from the two years I spent living in Canada, eh? Somebody knocks into me in the street and I say, oh, sorry, that's not something I need to apologize for. Or I will say something and then I'll just say sorry. The person I'm speaking with will stop and say, why are you sorry? And I respond, I have no idea. Sorry. And then I catch myself and think, no, no, no. Stop with the damn apologizing all the time, girl. The good news is there's this cool little phrase that works really well. If you apologize and you don't actually mean it, like it was an impulse or a reaction, immediately say, sorry, not sorry. If you keep the sentence rolling, you end up with, oh yeah, I'm sorry, not sorry. And it actually gets you out of the habit of saying it when you don't need to. Being less apologetic is a big part of being able to say no more because you're not saying sorry for saying no. You're simply saying no. Start recognizing when you're apologizing for things or feeling guilty about saying no to things and instead realize that it's a totally legitimate response to a request that you don't need to agree on. Got it? Step five, learn to put you first more often. The reason why I think so many of us say yes to things that we really don't want to do is that we're really, really good at giving. This is a particularly important message for us women because we're really good at putting others first. So the people-pleasing behavior is actually saying, I'm not good enough to create some time and space for me, therefore I'm going to say yes to you because clearly what you're doing is more important than my own awesome life. So it's really about putting you first and asking yourself, does this align with what I want to do? Does this make me happier? Is this going to make my day more awesome? Is this going to make my life better? Am I going to feel like I'm contributing to something worthwhile? Am I going to become a better person as a result of saying yes to this? If not, 
then it's a no thank you. Step six, be happy with your decision. As I said earlier, the minute you've said no, don't back up and go, oh wait, I probably can, yeah, okay, yeah, all right, I'll squeeze it in. If you have to, after saying no thank you, just smile and walk away. You don't have to say no and then back it up with an excuse, like, I'm actually going to be having my tonsils taken out that day and I just need a little bit of time because I won't be able to speak. You don't need to give an excuse. No thank you is perfectly adequate. Simply be happy with your decision. And then you can go hop around and think, woohoo, I got out of doing that extra report, or I got out of that extra meeting, or I just got out of this thing that I really didn't even want to volunteer for, and now I don't have to do it. Now I have space and time to do the things I want to do and love doing with the people I love. It's a beautiful thing. Step seven, let go of guilt. You do not have to feel guilty for saying no. Even if it's one of your best friends asking, will you be a bridesmaid at my wedding? Okay, that's a pretty important question, but you can even say no to that. Granted, you may want to give a bit more of a reason for this, but if your friend respects you and loves you, and you legitimately do not want to be her bridesmaid, it should stop there. No guilt. If a person who requested something of you that you don't want to do is making you feel guilty, then one, they're not a person you want to spend energy on, and two, you actually have my permission to tell them to bugger off. Unless it's a really bizarre scenario, everybody should be understanding. Sure, hearing no is disappointing, and nobody likes rejection. But if it's done in a good way, then a no thank you, followed by a smile, is much easier to take. Even better is when you're able to talk to them about what they could do instead, who else they could ask, or how they could solve their own problem. You can still help them without actually having to be the person doing the thing. And that way, you've given them a valuable gift. It also makes you feel less guilty for saying no, even though you should feel no guilt. Are we crystal clear? The result of the seven steps I've laid out for you is that you instantly earn more respect. Think about a time you asked somebody to do something for you and they politely declined, whether by email, over the phone, or to your face. And your reaction was, hmm, that person's got his shit together. Or they know their boundaries. Or, wow, that's ballsy. I wish I could do more of that. How do they do that so easily? I love working with my entrepreneurial clients who have finally said to their own clients, no, I won't be available after 5 p.m. No, you can't call me at 8 at night. No, you can't call me when I'm on holiday. And no, I don't offer discounts. That's the investment. It instantly puts you at the forefront of their mind as somebody who has their shit together, knows their boundaries, and won't be messed with. That earns you kudos and respect, right? That's what you want as an entrepreneur, a freelancer, as the master of your career, a mum, a sister, a girlfriend, a bestie, a community leader, and all the other roles you juggle in a given day. You want respect and the only way to earn that is to be very clear on what you will and won't say yes to, and then to stay true to your boundaries, stay true to your word, and stay true to the integrity with which you approach everything. Now you've learned the power of saying no, I want you to practice it. One, catch yourself in the next conversation you're having, where there's a request to do something you do not want to do. Two, take a breath before saying, no thank you. Three, take another breath pause and wait for their response. Four, if their response is anything other than, oh, okay, fair enough, follow up with, I'd like you to respect my response of no. Can you do that for me? I think you'll be pleasantly surprised with the progress you make as you get better at it. And when you first try this out, tune into what feelings come up for you. Fear, guilt, shame, or is it, oh my gosh, this person won't like me anymore. Write that down. And the next time you go to say no, I promise it'll be easier. 
then the third time it'll actually be delightful, and by the fourth time it'll be addictive. Now I'm not saying you need to say no to everything, just to the things that do not feel good, that do not align with your why, that do not serve a purpose, or that deter you from being the best possible version of yourself. That's it. I'm done with the lecture. You are amazing. Yes, you are. And no, you don't have to go and do that thing that you don't want to do. You have the power to say no. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Life Pilot Podcast. This is episode 15. You can find more details and a link to my book, Suck It Up Princess, at lifepilot.co forward slash 15, as well as the YouTube version of this, which is an audio podcast on YouTube. But depending on where you like to listen and hang out, I'll link to that there for you as well. Have an amazing day. And I hope you get to say yes to the things that truly excite you and light you up.